0: Welcome to the Financial Advisors Advisor, brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners. It's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors (RIAs) and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at eliteconsultingpartners.com/podcast. And now, here's your host, the Financial Advisors Advisor himself, Frank Florosa.
1: Welcome, everybody. This is Frank LaRosa, the CEO of Elite Consulting Partners, and I am the financial advisor's advisor. Welcome back from the uh, from the holidays. Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Let's get down to business. Dale, welcome. Thank uh, you. Actually, big burly beard that you have. What's up with that? Oh, you're really catching my on wife, the spot Do now. I sh- shave <laughs> that while you're sleeping one day? I, no. I <laughs> I did
0: promise her, and she's happier now that I, I got rid of it. That's good. Um, happy wife, I'm happy life. I'm so you know, starting to, say. to see the light now. Not getting food in my face. That's good. Same that's way, always you know, good. It's it's, it's it's. I'm probably
1: cleaner. That would be nice. Candidly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. I'm sure she appreciates that. Right? <laughs> she does. Setting a good example for your kids not to carry food around in your beard.
0: Right. And I don't look like I have a cat sitting on my face. Lovely. It's Lovely. What, sounds The way wonderful. she looks
1: at it sounds like a wonderful holiday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm a new person. It's a new year. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about today's topic. Which that's is cool. It's really cool.
1: Good. Before we get into it, you know, I think in the last couple of weeks our downloads have gone through the roof, which is phenomenal. We've gotten some great, you had a nice call with our manager manager yesterday, which was cool. So if you're listening, awesome. Great job. Thanks for your feedback. We really appreciated it. And it was really important to us that people are listening to what we have to say and learning from it, which is the the goal here. We never really know what we're going to talk about every week because we gear every single week's podcast towards what we're being asked to talk about that week. So it may come across like we're winging it a little bit, but but the reality is we're really just trying to have a conversation based on what people wanna hear, not what we wanna tell people. And so uh, if you're new to the podcast, that's what we're, our, our goal is, welcome. If you're um, a repeat listener, we really do appreciate everything. Don't forget to smash that like button and uh, leave us some great comments. We, we very much appreciate that. And welcome to the new year. So with that said, today I wanted to talk a little bit about, Sort of creating a billion-dollar AUM business through something called a mastermind group, right, which differs from a client council. So over the years, I've coached and advised advisors that work for me to sort of go out and build a client council. But a mastermind group is something a little bit different. And if you follow me on, on Instagram, or Facebook, you'll know that I'm going out to Whistler Canada with a group that I'm part of, and it's a sort of a larger Mastermind type group called Arte Syndicate, and the whole principle behind it is really to bring a bunch of people together with different talents and skills and knowledge to help each other grow. And I'm reading this book. If you're subscribed to our our YouTube channel, you'll you'll see what the book is. The book is uh, the wisdom of Andrew Carnegie, as told by Napoleon Hill. So Andrew Carnegie, the you know the huge steel baron, baron, yeah, yeah he's awesome, right? But this book is is absolutely intense. I it's taken me a long time to read because when I go through a book, I highlight sort of key points and basically I'm like highlighting the entire page. It's just filled with great content and it's essentially a an interview by Napoleon Hill of, of Andrew Carnegie and really about how he got to where he was and really how he formed the attitudes and the mindset to go from a, a day laborer back in the day to this – the wealthiest, you know, wealthiest man, man in the world, in the world right? In the world, yeah. Exactly. And so one of the key points, and I'm going to read from the, the book so I, I get the definition of a mastermind correct, at least according to Andrew Carnegie. I think it was Napoleon Hill. Well, I'm going based on what Carnegie said. The mastermind is an alliance of two or more minds working together in the spirit of perfect harmony for the attainment of a definite purpose. I love that. That's awesome. That's really
0: powerful. So there's, right. a, there's like three parts to that, right?
1: Yeah. I and mean, there's a ton of it. There's a ton of stuff in here, but- as a side note, if you really want to blow your mind and really take your your own personal being to the next level, you all should be reading this book. So again, it's the wisdom of Andrew Carnegie as told by Napoleon Hill. You can uh, get it on Amazon or whatever. And where this differs, so I'm just going to describe to you sort of why this differs from a client advisory council. And the idea if you're a financial advisor is to grow your business. And for the most part, advisors for one reason or another are reluctant to ask for referrals. And this isn't really a referral system, like a referral network. A mastermind group really is one or more individuals that get together with a singular definite purpose. And so what I would argue is that if you're a financial advisor, your definite purpose shouldn't be to open up new accounts. It shouldn't be to grow your revenue by 20%. It should be to be the single source for anyone you run into to help them with any aspect of their life. And so maybe that means their finances, but maybe it means their, their health and well-being. Maybe that means, you know, they need legal counsel. They need an attorney. They need something else in their life that you don't have the skill and knowledge to help with. But you're known as the guy that can help whoever, whoever they come across. And so if you get together a group of people, so in an Andrew Carnegie, the, w- the way he started off with basically his, his goal was to essentially dominate and change the, the steel industry, right? And he started with this one single purpose, and then he sold it to a- another guy who bought into it, neither of which had any real depth of knowledge in engineering of steel and everything like that. But he was able to get together ultimately a group of 25 individuals that all had that same purpose. and. So when you put these groups together, you you all sort of have to buy in, right? Don't go and talk to your attorney buddy and say, hey, let's get together as a group because, you know, you know a lot of people. If that attorney doesn't have any interest in helping the group as a whole, doesn't have the same purpose as you, he's not going to be or she's not going to be a good fit. So in forming this group, you all have to have the same definite purpose, right? And that is to help anyone you come across, whether you're going to make money on it or not. That's sort of the law of the universe kind of thing, right? You, you get back what you put out. So if you're going to help people, eventually you'll, you'll get something positive in return. So I, I wrote down a couple of things that were my takeaways that I think every advisor should be looking for in forming a mastermind group. And then I'll talk a little bit about why it's different than a client council. So obviously, you all have to have the, uh, the same, same goal. You all have to have a positive attitude. You cannot have anybody in a mastermind group that has a negative attitude Doesn't think it's going to work because it's just going to ruin the group. It's going to destroy the the whole.
0: You need harmony, right? That's the
1: definition, right? You need harmony, right? You need harmony. Everyone's on the same page. You call what you want, right? But you all have to be on the same page. You all have to have that attitude. You all have to be trusted. You have to trust the people that are in that group because it's confidential. So you need to be able to be open with the group about what you all are trying to achieve, how you help all of your clients. And all the, the details of that so that everybody understands each other. So the confidence is important because you don't want to be talking to somebody and they they find out a little bit more intimate details about your practice and your business and who you are and it gets spread. So you have to have that person that's that's trusted. One of the biggest keys is you can't have a mastermind group filled with the same people. I think people make a mistake of, especially when they build like referral systems, it's all about the person, oh, we're in the same business and so we think the same way, so why don't you come into this group with me? You deliberately want people with other skill sets because you don't know what you're going to learn from that other person and what that person has to offer to the group and what you have to offer to the group that somebody else might need or help or know someone that needs your help. So as part of our group, the Arte Syndicate group, that's how we operate. People will post questions and get answers from people that they never would have thought would have the answer or they weren't able to contact. So we're able to give people advice and and help on situations that they may not ordinarily get if they were on their own or people in their own little company. You're all thinking the same way. And you have to meet on a regular basis. So it can't just be hey emails and talking on the phone once in a while. Like You have to be able to sit in a room and just talk about where things are going. Talk about where your industry is going. Talk about where their industry is going and and things that are changing within their industry. Learn about the other industry so that you can offer some of that. You can pick up on opportunities in your town, wherever you're at, where you can help somebody by connecting somebody to a member of your group. Where that differs from a client council. And so I've had advisors where I've had them form a client council you know, you get four or five of their best clients to get together. They have dinner once a quarter, and they talk about how the advisor can better his or her practice. So it's very one dimensional. There may be some sharing of of ideas once the clients get to know each other, but that's not the purpose of a client council. The purpose of a client council is simply to better the advisor's practice, which is not. By the way, there's nothing wrong with. Forming a client council, I think every single advisor should have a client council. We can discuss it on another on another podcast, but put a client council together, rotate it usually every every year. So you're gonna get together four times a year, rotate it every year with new uh, clients, but have a sort of a, don't rotate the entire group all at the same time, right? But it's all, it's, I don't wanna call it selfish in, in nature that it's all about you. It's all about the advisor versus a mastermind group. It's all about the greater good of professionals in your community. That's the biggest difference. And you won't have to necessarily worry about asking for referrals because they'll come. As you give help and support and referrals to the people in your mastermind group, because you're all trying to create a collective, positive influence in your marketplace. And you're
0: trusted, which is a big part of
1: it, Right, and you're trusted. You will get more business. I see it over and over and over again. In my opinion, as I think about a financial advisor's practice, and what a mastermind group would look like. I think it should be two to three trusted clients. When I say trusted clients, you have to have a few clients that you would not mind taking behind the curtain and showing them how your business really works. You would want
0: clients that, talking about that harmony and and being part of the mastermind, having a definitive goal, want to see you succeed. And you're open with them about the purpose of them being a part of this group? Correct. Is that the, okay, that's okay, the idea? You, you
1: have to be, again, it's, it's open about why they're part of the group. And this is not necessarily about, oh, how many more client events should I do? And how many more, you know, do you guys like my newsletters and all that crap? That's what a client council is for. Should I send out birthday cards or should I send out birthday cakes, right? This is different. This is getting them to understand that you're trying to level up your business and your influence within the community. And what's going to be their impact? They might bring some ideas and thoughts to the table that, that would resonate with them. And who knows if they have different businesses that could help. You
0: bring up an interesting point right there. So Napoleon Hill in that book somewhere, he said there's two reasons for the mastermind. One is economic, right? Scale. That's easy to wrap your yeah. hands around. Of course. But the one that you just touched on was is interesting to me, is psychic, meaning you're getting ideas from places that you typically wouldn't and right. there's like there's some sort of definition to the word psychic that makes a little bit more sense but the other analogy uses is okay you can have one battery but if you have 10 batteries it's a completely different output on
1: energy sure right okay but i don't want to derail from so you have clients as part of the board. right so you, have, you have two to three right. clients mastermind uh, because you don't want to have a mastermind that's too big because then you can't really make an impact and you also don't want to have have a mastermind that's too small so you have two to three clients, trusted clients. For an advisor practice, I would say you want to have two to three accounts or CPAs because that's a way for you to offer help to your clients. Again, not thinking about this as a referral system, but it's what tools and people would you want in your back pocket to be able to help anyone you come across? Two to three estate, estate and trust attorneys or a family attorney, You know people that deal with divorce and will and just different things going on, family dynamic issues, those types of things. A health and nutrition person, so you want to have maybe one or two of those people. I would even say a family therapist type of individual to deal with some of those more emotional things. You want to have, and this may come as a of a shocker, but I would have two or three other financial advisors in the group. They can be from your own firm or they can be from different firms. Again, it's creating a collective group to do good in your community, and obviously those those advisors that you bring into the group have to be trusted. They're going to be sharing information with you, and you're going to be sharing information with them. So, but I think that's also and then and then I would pick two or three other, I'll call them sort of outstanding citizens or business owners within the marketplace. Right? It could be. Someone was citizen of the of the year or whatever in your town, right? That might be a good person to have in your in your mastermind group, and so it should be really anywhere between, I would say, fifteen and twenty people, twenty five, is which is what Andrew Carnegie had, but that's what the size of a group. Define what your definite purpose is. So I just was sort of spitballing and wrote one. If I was a financial advisor, creating a group that can help anyone of your collective clients with any issue they come across in their lives. Right, so you're really trying to really do good for the community and do good for anyone you come across. You need to think about it all the time. You should be talking about it, thinking about it. The more you talk about it and think about it, and have everybody else talking about it, thinking about it, the more the more that's going to come back to you. You're going to start to realize those things, and before you know it, you'll be again getting clients. And that this is this is about building a billion dollar AUM business. Before you know it, you'll be getting bigger referrals than you ever thought you were going to be getting, and not asking for them because you're putting out uh, good, sort of good energy into the universe.
0: Not only that, but when you've created a mastermind, it's a bigger mind. So your vision, their vision, ideas collaborate, and all that message starts to permeate twenty-five people or however right. bigger group. That is one mind,
1: that one collective mind, is stronger and smarter. Than all the individual minds combined, which is a whole point of a, of a mastermind. And I think that it's something that I don't, I really don't hear financial advisors doing or talking about. At most, when I talk to an advisor that's, I'll call him or her, an advanced in their thinking, they have a client counsel. Like that's about as, as far as I've seen it go so far. That's fine. That's great. I think that's a, in my opinion, a must have. I don't think you should be a financial advisor without a client counsel. So if you're listening to me and you don't have one of those, you might want to start thinking about it. If you want to DM me, you want to send me an email, I can give some of the pointers on it. You can email me at frank at eliteconsultingpartners.com or DM me franklarosa.elite or dale at eliteconsultingpartners.com. But those are things I think you need to think about. This is a great time to start thinking about that now in the beginning of the new year. Get the book the uh, Andrew Carnegie book. It's worth the read. It goes into more detail about how Andrew Carnegie formed his mastermind group and how to work through it. I'm part of a large mastermind group, in my opinion, called Arte Syndicate. You should check it out on Instagram, on the internet, artesyndicate.com. There's a couple different levels you can participate in. I'm totally excited. I'm going to Whistler tomorrow, actually, for a week, and we're going to be meeting with Ed Milet and Andy Frisella, and they're going to have some phenomenal guests. We don't know who those guests are yet, but we had some great guests. We had Last quarterline we had Rob Dierick come and give us a presentation. On, oh, didn't uh, that was awesome. Kevin Kevin O'Leary, O'Leary was, there. was there. That was phenomenal. That looked, that looked interesting. Um, yeah. And so the whole point is, is sort of getting ideas from all these collective individuals. And but I've learned so much from the just from the folks that are in my group that I having not been part of this group, would never have come across. And so it's helped me level up our business and hopefully level up people in our, in our company. So anyway, with that said, that's my shtick about a mastermind group. We appreciate you listening in. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Smash that like button. Smash Hit, that like hit the, the button. bell. Find us wherever you can. YouTube, iTunes, and our YouTube channel. Keep calling Legal- us. Right, keep calling us. And
0: thanks for all the feedback. We, we love it. We appreciate it. Ho- hope you all have a good 2020. Yeah, and, and, and
1: thanks for wearing a jacket today, Dallas. really uh, sharp. Thank you. Yeah, nice. <laughs> anyway, take care. <laughs> love you. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Financial Advisors Advisor podcast with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast.